Osiris. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second to tell you about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash stormsound50 and use code stormsound50 to get 50% off your first box and along with two free wellness shots per box while the subscription is active. That's code stormsound50 at factormeals.com slash stormsound50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. It's exciting stuff. Summer tour. We're back. Summer tour. Hi, Neil. What's up, man? It's been so long since we've last done this. It's been like two weeks. Since our last episode, but it's been like almost two months since our last, you know, long string of day after shows in a row. Yeah. So it's good to be back. I, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been pumped about this all day. I was like, we're back on tour pod at three 30, you know, like interrupting my daily schedule every single day uh, for the next couple of weeks. Like I'm ready to get back in the saddle. I'm just pumped to talk about this show. This is a honest. great show. Yeah. This, yeah. Is a... this is a great show. We have a great guest. I mean, we do. This is this is a great day. We do. It, it is a great day. Uh, you know, we have we have a lot to talk about. There was a, a celebrity guest at the show, a lot, a lot of interesting jams, a lot of interesting tones, uh, of course. And, you know, despite the fact that we weren't able to watch uh, most of the first set due to some stream issues, shout out to Peter for getting uh, those fourths up. Um, very, very quickly uh, and allowing us to experience it this morning. Uh, and I look forward to watching the video for certain segments of the first set when that does come out. Ooh, certain segments, you say. Ooh, yes. Well, shall we bring on our guest and start talking about the show? Yeah, the suspense is going to kill me now. But yes, let's pl- please bring on the guest. All let's right. Play. Yeah. Great shirt choice, uh, Neil. 
Uh, in in honor of all the the haters on the internet, I'm wearing the garboose today. <laughs> yes. That was very very intentional. <laughs> very intentional. All right, uh, we're gonna bring Anna on. Hello, Anna. How are you? Hi guys, I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Welcome back. Doing awesome. Glad to have you back. Happy Absolutely. belated birthday. Thank you. It was like a pretty good birthday party, I'll say. It was okay. Yeah, not half bad. You know, a couple thousand people came to hang. It was nice. Yeah. Bert Kreischer came to my fucking birthday party, so whoever that is. <laughs> I mean, he found out about it on the internet. He's apparently a, a big fan of Jesse's, um, because I don't know if you saw his Instagram story, but there's like one where he's like panning over the crowd, and then he just zooms in on Jesse. So <laughs> I, I think they're pals, and you know. It looked to me it. like it was just the general area that Jesse was in. I don't know if it was specifically Jesse, um, but... It's funny that he was like, you know, looking across the crowd. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious how much experience he had uh, with Live Goose before. But, you know, we'll get to the Burt Kreischer stuff uh, in a little bit once we get to the show. But, you know, Anna, you're currently on your way to Louisville for tonight's show. You're drinking a lemonade. You're wearing a Clav Tweet bucket hat. Like, you know, this got is the like lemonade. Got the pinnacle. hat. Doesn't get any better than this. So, so meta. Take us through your birthday afternoon, the lead up to the show yesterday. Oh, lead up. Okay. Um, uh, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> yes, you did. I had a, uh, I've had a pink lemonade in line, so I was set for the, for the afternoon. Uh, line, I don't know. I hung out with some cool people. I met everybody. I don't remember anybody's name. Sorry. Um, good line. Good people. It was a shit show trying to get in. Everybody just like pushed through. Um, we walked in and they were like finishing sound check. And so they had like the doors to the floor closed. So when they finally opened them, everybody just shoved through. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then we, I ended up with some great people. I didn't want to tell everybody it was my birthday, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to tell everybody that it's my birthday. And then <laughs> as, as you should, as you should. Ensued and everybody was so excited and, Everybody's like, oh, like, what are you wishing for? What are you chasing? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. But and then we'll you got what you were chasing. Later. Yeah, we'll get into that later. I got my my big chase. So. Oh yeah, I saw that tweet last night, and then I didn't, didn't. You didn't think interact to follow with up. it. Yep. I didn't. I didn't. I was <laughs> passing out when I saw it. That was, you know, that that half hour after the show is just. You know, yeah, all bets no... are off. I'm not responding to tweets at that hour. I just yeah, can't it's, do it's, it. You know, when you're Neil and you said at like 5 p.m., like, yeah, man, I got work in the morning. Like, I can't I can't stay up. And then you're going to bed at 1 a.m. after staying up for the whole show. Like, it, it's tough. Hey, listen, after that second set, I, I dare you to try to go to sleep. Or you know? like during the second trouble. set. Yeah. During the second set. There was no way I was going to sleep during no, there There were no There's lulls no in that set. But we'll get to the second set. Uh, I want to hear first about you know we've gotten you're in the venue um and and the lights go down and burt kreischer walks on stage what what are you thinking so like before he came like obviously on the stage like he came out into his like balcony box thing whatever you call it and everybody just starts like screaming and cheering and i'm like i'm not wearing my glasses i have no idea who this man is <laughs> and then i'm like oh it's probably the comedian baxter i have no idea i've never heard of this man until before he tweeted that he's coming to the show last night so i'm like cool there's like a, there's like a guy here great uh so he comes out on stage and i'm like oh yeah like this is great like everybody's so excited and then he takes his shirt off and i'm like um like 
do your thing. Like, go <laughs> off. But, like, is this allowed? That, that's, his, like, that's his whole bit. I, what I was thinking was when, when I first saw the video that was posted on Twitter of him doing the intro, it looked like he threw his shirt into the crowd, which I was he like, his backstage sticker is on there. Like, that, that might cause a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like you know like some wook's gonna pick it up and be like <laughs> yeah just like rolling backstage with a, like a, a 3xl yeah. you know? <laughs> it's like lucas lucas shows up backstage with a 3xl on like what's up dudes yeah <laughs> uh amazing you know what it i find like... fascinating about the whole bert kreischer thing what is like I, I had heard of him before i don't know how but the internet that he has millions of followers on social media like millions and it's like outrageous but like, there are so many people I know who have no idea who the hell this guy is, and it's just fascinating. Me. He's like ultra famous and like completely like niche fame. Like he's somehow like got these millions here, and then anybody outside of that just has no idea who he is, none whatsoever. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is that is interesting. Um, but you know, we, we were talking about a little bit. You know, we were talking about last night and this morning, and just like seeing a celebrity at a show this is not the first time we've seen one at the show but i feel like this is the first time where we've seen one come to a goose show and just share like you know posts on social media and just a vibe that like he knows the band he loves the band and is there to enjoy the music he's not just there you know because it's like oh i heard this band was cool and i'm gonna go party and you know whatever but that bert seems like he first of all he posted on instagram one of his stories last night was like, this is the best night of my life. I saw goose like, you know, it doesn't get any better than this. You know, he's singing along um, just like vibing to the music. Uh, and so it's just, it's amazing to see that it's like a genuine love for the band that brought him there. I mean, he's stoked about the band. We talked about this before we started recording, but I mean, he seems like he really truly is having a good time. This is not a bit or yeah. anything like that. I mean, I think he found out about them because they are playing the two nights at Red Rocks after he is playing at Red Rocks. So he's that big, right? He's playing at Red Rocks. Um, and somehow just dug into their music. And yeah, he just loves the band. Clearly loves the band. You can see it like in his face when he's at these shows. It's great. Yeah, he is the biggest So Ready fan out there. Yes, he uh, is. We should team, hip him to Slow, slow Ready. Just saying, yeah. Team Slow. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if he's heard Slow Ready, you know, like... Like, and he hasn't heard it live for sure. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious the extent of his, his goose knowledge, uh, you know, beyond we were talking about, like, you know, he's been listening to moon cabin, uh, based on the, the reports we were hearing, uh, from him at the show, but you know, we can all speculate on that, but let's, let's dive into, uh, this show a little bit here. Starting off the show. Uh, so ready into turbulence. Uh, Anna, how are you feeling about these first two songs? feeling great um i would just like to point out that uh so ready was my eight point pick so i was in the lead for fantasy goose for just one one single song um i'm gonna ride that high for a little while <laughs> um i am uh team slow unfortunately uh, i do love so ready though nothing uh, unfortunate about that well yeah. for the fans um <laughs> i also enjoyed uh turbulence i mean that's a good one i wanted to post my you guys know the meme the girl singing. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> Do you want to reenact the meme, Ryan? Go ahead. Uh, that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to post it, but there's no service, and I wasn't really paying attention to my phone. So 
Um, just everybody pretend like I tweeted that uh, meme. So. Yeah, speaking of no service, last night was very stressful for those running the set list thread. We had no feed from inside the venue. But we, friend, but who, who's we? You weren't all running of us the set collectively. List we all Ooh. had no no actual stream, and yeah. then we could not get text messages from our friends inside the venue. I would because like because the the service was so bad. Yeah, I would like to give a shout out uh, to a uh, friend of the pod, Garrett's friend. Uh, who was texting Garrett what the set list was, and Garrett was texting me what the set list was, so I could then uh, tweet it for the set list thread. Um, Dude's but... got an amazing data plan on his cell. But, yeah, uh, it worked. Yeah, these two songs, great. So Ready Opener is awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it as an opener. And then Turbulence, also a great opener. They just kind of lined up the openers to start off the show. I feel and... like... I feel like So Ready also shows up in either as the opener to a tour or in the first set of a tour a lot. Yeah. You know, and they did it for Bert, right? He loves So Ready. We know this because we follow him on social media. <laughs> and I, it, we looked at the printed set list after the show. It was not supposed to open the show. They just audibled that. They were like, we're doing this for Bert. He just ripped his shirt off for us and uh, <laughs> screamed at the top of his lungs. It was, you know, I was joking about this on Twitter last night. By far the best hype man experience ever. You know, sorry, coach, but Bert's got this one on you. But I'm sure you've got other skills. You were just uh, shitting all over coach lately. You were. Yeah. You I, were was, I was not. I, you were a little I, more strongly worded on Twitter than what you yeah, said. Yeah, I think I was. Keep it a PG here. <laughs> uh, love you, coach. Yeah, we do love you, coach. I was only joking. I want you to stay forever. Let's play a uh, honeybee tonight. Let's get the range. There you go. So. First set continues, which with my highlight of the set, um, this segment is awesome. Elizabeth caution Elizabeth. This is so, so cool. Um, you know, Elizabeth has been getting jammier this year as the year goes on, uh, you know, kind of returning to where it used to be uh, back in the day, if you will. Um, and I, I think we're, we're going to be getting a, uh, a very much bracket worthy Elizabeth jam by the end of this tour. Um, but this is great. By like, you know, eight or nine minutes in, they've gone completely type two. They're in like this spacey zone. Um, Peter, you know, starts using this, his marimba patch, which was getting a lot of play last night. Um, and then the segue into caution, they just kind of stumble upon it. I don't remember. Was it on the written set list? Uh, was caution on there? Yeah. Uh, it was. Okay. Well, wh whether they, whether they planned that segue in that fashion or not, um, you know, Rick very nicely started going in there. Peter switched to guitar and they started the song slow out of that space that they got into and gradually, you know, got it into the normal pace and then back into Elizabeth uh, to close it out at like a different, it was like a different kind of Elizabeth groove, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, but Anna, what did you think of this segment? I really enjoyed, um, I like Elizabeth a lot as it is, um, but they, I mean, I really enjoyed how they played it last night. And then to go into caution, like, how you just said like it was slow and I'm like do we always play it like this I'm like am I did I have too many lemonades am I okay and then they like kept like upping the tempo and I was like okay yeah fuck yeah like I yes uh, like I that was my first um caution um nice I do listen to it all the time but it was my first one live um I really enjoyed it I I will not have anything negative to say about this show at all just so we're clear Feels fair, either it, for the most part. Well, you should. Neil, um, it, what did you it think? It was good. 
Uh, well, I have a confession to make. I listened to set two twice, uh, once on my way to work and once on my way home from work. And I did not listen to this first set at all. What are you doing, Neil? Well, I mean, I, I listened to it when the stream was live, but I obviously didn't make my way back to this Elizabeth caution. Elizabeth, I mean, the way it looks on a set list looks great. I never would have thought they would have done that. But yeah. I'm sure it's fantastic and I'm sure I will get to it and uh, I'll offer thoughts maybe tomorrow on tomorrow's pod. Okay, good. Yeah, you, you better go listen to it. That's uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed in you, Neil. I'm, but I mean, the fact that you listened to the second set twice, like, fair enough. It, I, I couldn't cool. not. I had to. <laughs> you like click well, on the show and it's like, ah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I got. I mean, I listened to the Arcadia from the first set. I definitely wanted to hear that again. But the first thing I went for, well, we're going to get there, but was the first song of the second set, which was really, really good. Well, we'll get there. Uh, Well, let's talk about the end of the first set here. We've got Lead Up, Turn Clouds, uh, and Arcadia. Fan favorite uh, Lead Up. Anna, what was the end of the first set like for you? I love Lead Up. It's a great song. It's a jam. I love to sing it. You know, I like I was feeling it last night. I I was sober um, because it was hot as hell in the venue. So I'm like, if I drink alcohol, I'm going to die. But like I was feeling it. And I know they didn't play Feel It Now, but I was feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Um, fan favorite, Lead Up. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves Lead Up. Um, and then they play after that? Turn Clouds. Turn Clouds. I love Turn Clouds. Anna I mean, loves Goose, guys. If, if you I'm couldn't like, tell. I'm, a, I'm like a big fan. You know, Goose the, Goose the band, Goose the fan. I'm the fan. There you go. Um, I, like, I don't have anything negative to say. It was so good. I mean, they played, like, I tweeted this morning, um, like, even last night standing there, I'm like, oh, I love this song. Oh, my God, I love this song. And I love all of their songs because I am a fangirl till I die. Um, but, like, you know, you just, everything, like, made my heart feel so, like, it was a, it was a good show. Um, but, no, the Arcadia, oh, ripped. So yeah. fucking good. I like I'm standing there like jamming. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to put this on my house cleaning playlist. I have a house cleaning <laughs> playlist. If you guys want it, let me know. Uh, that's going on there. De- definitely I, share the house cleaning playlist. I think I got people, you. people will be interested in that. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, the, this Arcadia is uh, excellent. Uh, re- really, really great jam here. You know, we get the slow into the fast ending, of course. Great clav happening. You know, this was nice stream comes back up in the middle of turn clouds. This was the first full song and, you know, clav tweet. Yeah, man, this was not a standard Arcadia by any means. You get kind of a different mixture of things that happen. You get like the beginning of the slow ending and then it kind of goes like crazy. And I mean, I, I really enjoyed this. I think it got nice and quiet at one point and just kind of like plotted along. It was a cool Arcadia. It was really good. I was excited about it for a minute. I was like, oh boy, this might be like the first really really good arcadia in a really long time and didn't quite like get crazy crazy but it was still it's definitely a set highlight for sure 100 percent, yeah like yeah this isn't this isn't a bracket arcadia but it's a very good listen just for that i'm putting it on my bracket just for that comment there you go you're allowed to put whatever you want i'm putting the whole show on my bracket just so we're clear there's probably a lot of people who are going to do that yeah well okay set break uh anna well i know we can't talk about the deplorable bathrooms (laughs) 
Oh but man, there was know. all kinds of bathroom talk. On. We'll let you. We'll it. let you. Okay, it's your birthday, oh, and you're on the yes. pod. I'm gonna override okay. Neil here and let you talk about the bathrooms. Perfect. Um, I mean, like they were clean, <laughs> but like, but like, you, so like you know when you like most porta potties, like they have like the when you flip the um the lock, it'll have like that red bar on the outside. Yeah. So they had that. Like they were like normal stalls, at whatever. But instead of having like a red thing and a green thing, it was like a red that somebody's in there and a white. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So like, we're just like all standing there. Nobody says like, oh, like there's more stalls on the other side and like sinks and stuff. So we're just standing like idiots. There was a little bit of a line at set break, which I was shocked. There was like other girls there. It was weird. What? Um, <laughs> I've never had this problem before. Um, but like the bathrooms itself was fine, but like to get to the bathroom, um, awful. You have to go through like the whole, um, like front hallway was packed with dudes. Go away. <laughs> I want to go to the bathroom. Um, and then you have to like go like down these stairs and like somebody had said, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Reddit, but somebody said that they're like remodeling the bathrooms. So they are, you go down these like creepy dungeon stairs and, um, I was concerned I would be kidnapped. I think it was, um, I think it was B Dunn who was telling, who was like, or, oh no, no, it was Jeff Hill who was like, do the bathrooms still look like, you know, like a horror movie? <laughs> Man. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he hates that venue, uh, Captain Incredible, friend of the pod, uh, who's been on a bunch of times, but a lot of people who live in the Chicago area really, really despise the Riv. Yeah. They do not like it one bit. Um, I heard it was That's hot. Cool. I heard the bathrooms have historically been terrible. Their security is historically awful, but sounds That's like true. they spun something up pretty good for this one. So, well, the vibes were high. I'm told vibes were really, really high. That's I mean, listen, vibes guy was in the house. Happy was there. Happy was there. All right, let, let's talk about the second set. Um, you know, it's four songs. I think we just have to, you know, recognize the whole thing and then go song by song because each one needs to be talked about on its own. So we had creatures. Hunger Sight, Dripfield, Half Step. Let's start with this Creatures here. Um, Anna, Creatures. I was still in the beer line trying to get water um, when they came out. And I was like, cool. That was like a five-minute set break. It felt so fast. But half the time I was spent trying to get through the front lobby. Um, but I got back to my spot. We are grooving. We were dancing. It was great. I really enjoyed the Creatures. Really enjoyed it. Like, it, it felt... I don't know all these technical terms that you kids use, but they were, they were going places with it guys. And I know it wasn't like a 25 minute jam or anything, but like, it felt like they were trying to like do something different, go somewhere. I liked it. It's going on the house cleaning playlist. Just so we're clear. Should go on the house cleaning playlist. I agree. (laughs) And I also, also agree with your assessment that this creatures did something very, very different. Did a lot of things very different. I think creatures you can expect most creatures to kind of do the same thing it's got the same kind of jam that comes in the middle and it's all good there's there's no such thing as a bad creatures in my mind it's not a bathroom song or anything like that but you know you think about past creatures and every time you hear creatures you want it to be like the really really awesome ones this one approaches that i'm not saying it's like one an all-timer or anything but it's really really good and we kind of had a a funny conversation about it because they came out the gate right away and you could feel something different happening immediately with the percussion. 
and Ryan and I were discussing it. And I said, there's a new drum out there for sure. And you Ryan's did? like, that's Jeff. And I was like, I'm talking about a drum, not a human <laughs> not, being. Not a person. <laughs> um, and I'm so glad the band tweeted today. Timbale tweet. The Timbale tweet. There are shirts, by the way, hats. if anyone wants. Buy the yeah. hats. Shirts and hats. They're really cool. Uh, what shirts and hats? Oh, the cloud. I made Timbale tweet. tweet. No, I made Timbale tweet shirts and hats. Uh, that's amazing. I might actually get one. Um, or I want like a team Timbale shirt because the gong gang is now out. It's all team Timbale. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is I didn't hear that at all in the first set. And maybe cause I really only listened to a few parts of the first set, but you can hear it clear as a bell in this creatures and it set a tone. I, I don't know exactly how it did it. But right off the bat, it was different. And then the vibe was different all the way throughout this creatures. It got weird, went to crazy places. The arpeggiator. There was arpeggiator jam. I mean, there was like Rick sitting back and then just kind of laying a foundation for Peter doing. I don't know how he was doing all the shit he was doing. Like, that's the crazy part. It's like, you listen back to that. And that's why I had to listen to it twice today. In addition to listening to it last night. I just couldn't pick out how he was doing all the things that he was doing. And then there was like full volume stops on stuff that he was doing on the synth where it almost like it's like a vortex turning the whole venue inside out. I don't know. It was blowing my mind. Yeah. This it, creature's really good. Yeah. That Peter hundred percent, the MVP of this set uh, in, in my opinion, just like all over every single jam. Um, yeah. And you know, so he's he's doing stuff on the Nord synth. He's doing stuff on the Prophet. He's doing stuff on the Vintage Vibe, and he's doing stuff on the Nord with like the the marimba, um, with a lot of reverb on that guy, um, and it, like you know just flipping back and forth, two hands going at once, um, just you know amazing layers of sounds, and textures, and exploring new areas. You know we've been talking about a lot. Like feels like there were new tones. Uh, a lot last night you know there was a there was a different kind of delay um happening from uh the guitars as well i forget i think it was rick um who had like a, a different kind of delay happening a little bit last night and so there's new stuff you know they, they oh, they've only been definitely. off the road uh for a little while but you know rick's got kind of a new amp configuration uh you know jeff's got a new drum um there, there's new there's there's new shit happening you know they were moving into summer tour and they're they're still working on you know, expanding sonically uh, in different directions. And th this creature is like a big, big indication of that. Yeah. And then later when we talk about drip too, more new stuff. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's make our way there. Let's talk about this hunger site uh, really quick. You know, all, obviously hunger site has been incredible this year. Uh, this one, you know, does not quite reach the heights of the uh, one they played in Chicago a couple of months ago. Um, you know, it's around half the length, but this is a great hunger site. Continuing that very aggressive jamming style they've been doing with it lately. Um, again, Peter right out front on piano and then Clav, like just driving the jam here. And it's awesome. Anna, how was hunger site in the room? I feel like for the entire second set, like myself alone, I'm just like looking between like Jeff and Ben and like, I'm looking at everybody and I'm just like, <laughs> like mouth like open i'm like in fucking on i'm like is this like the 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 whole i don't even have words like just the the feeling of like i don't know 
there the layers and the textures and the the it feels different but i know this song and i know like how they played it in as a salt shed i know how they've played it here and there and wherever it was just different the whole second set was just different for me um like i'm like still too right like right now i'm dumbfounded i have no words it was great the whole night was great (laughs) i just i'm just like still in shock like i left last night and i sat in my car for 20 minutes where i parked and i'm just like are we sure this happened like i'm like pinching myself i'm like this it was it was so much fun um but no i really enjoyed the um hunger site even though it how long did that clock at it was like 18 minutes 17 minutes 18? no i thought it was only like 14 no maybe it is yeah maybe hunger Somewhere site, in um, the teens. 14 yeah i think creatures was 18 and hunger site and drip were, were each around 14 15 yeah minutes. that's right that's okay. right. But and I'm, I'm, sure gonna... you, I'm sure you guys can relate. Sorry, there's like people everywhere. Um, I'm sure you guys can relate. Like when you're like in the moment, you're like, oh my God, like they've been jamming this for like forever. And it felt like they jammed a lot last night, like more than like listening. I've listened to it like three times already this morning, the entire show. Um, and it felt last night like where I'm like, oh my God, like they've been like jamming this forever. They haven't. Yeah. It's in the teens, but I, I really enjoyed the hunger site. I think that's probably um, one of my favorites, like song-wise, all like all together. I'm gonna agree with you again that this hunger site was very different. It's, I mean, similar to, to some other hunger sites, but I really enjoyed this one because in the beginning it almost felt like there was like a, like a collision between Rick and Peter. They were not on the same same page at the start of this jam. I think Rick wanted to take it one way and Peter wanted to take it another. And then Rick was insisting. And then Peter was like, nah, fuck you. Like, I'm just going to (laughs) go. And then he did. And then he went. And then it had this kind of weird, like disjointed vibe the whole entire time where it felt like they were going in one direction. Then they were going in another direction and they weren't all going there together. But sonically, it all worked out. It sounded awesome. It was really, really fun jam in can't say enough about the way that peter was playing in this this it really it it drove the jam i was calling it like pure add jamming last night where it was just like i got this idea and then it was just like two seconds later new idea uh but all had that same driving energy yeah and it worked yeah oh it It definitely worked yeah yeah and then you know then it fades you get a nice you get a couple of minutes uh solid couple of minutes of you know space synthesizers you know rick starts throwing in those blasts of um like i think it's like reverse delay or some weird bending of the you know cloud of delay that we hear in like butterflies and the eugene Bourne um specifically um so you know i'm gonna keep calling that the eugene Bourne delay um but Sounds, yep. he starts doing that um and then you know peter picks up his guitar and then it starts to kind of sound like okay we might be getting into a little drip territory here um and you know and then then they go into drip and again just like amazing stuff uh peter on on that marimba patch on his nord again uh just doing some amazing amazing jamming um was it Oh, it was at the end of Creatures where Peter was doing the uh, reverse delay stuff, right? On on the Vintage Vibe? I don't remember which song No, I feel like now. this was like going in a drip. Okay. Yeah, oh, that, that does sound right. Um, because then 
it comes out later. Yes. When he goes back to it. Um, yeah. Which we'll talk about that when yeah. that comes. But out. yeah, this strip is this strip is phenomenal. Um, you know, it they they end it unfinished. Uh, you know, without that little like. That was really off key, but you, you get the you get the idea <laughs> what I'm talking about. The ending of drip. Um, you and now for the next episode. Thank you. Uh, and now I'm doubting myself on you know whether there are previous unfinished drips that I haven't noted. So now I have to go back and listen to every drip. Yeah, you mean hunger site? But yes, I agree. Right? What? Talking I'm about talking about drip. Oh, hunger talking about site drip. doesn't have an ending. Wait, we're we're already talking about the ending of Dripfield. No, I'm just talking about Dripfield, okay. which includes the ending of Dripfield. Mm-hmm. I love when you guys fight. Thank you. Anna, uh, what did you think I'm of I'm just trying to figure out where the hell he was going with it. That's all. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I just want to shout out the lights last night during Dripfield. Yes. I mean, the lights all night, but during Dripfield, uh, like the flashy, like green and purple. Things. And I love, I love it. It was beautiful. Um, I enjoyed the drip field. Who's shocked? Nobody. Um, it was, <laughs> it was I, really uh, <laughs> it's like a good birthday. <laughs> um, I, it was good. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, guys. I mean, it, um, like, again, like mouth open, like looking between everybody and then like staring at Rick and then staring at Peter and then like, Everybody was again do like doing their own, not their own thing, but like it. I don't know, I don't know. It's just great. It's just excellent. I'm speechless, which is rare for me. There you go, Neil. Lots, lots of messages from inside during this trip about how awesome the lights were. I didn't. I never really watched the video when I listened to the stream, but uh, yeah, I hear it was fantastic. This trip was really, really cool. This had a really nice jam in it that I really enjoyed. Again, all different. And you talked about it already, but the transition into drip was oh, it was so good. So good. Oh, just like melting out of like the weirdness into like drip field and the drip drums. Like I love that kind of super psychedelic intro. For a while, it felt like it was going to be Dr. Darkness. I was like, for sure, I, this I is going to be Dr. Darkness at this point. I disagree. It didn't have that kind of like frenetic, like we're all Not playing yet. random notes. But it, it felt like it felt like it was a very gentle fade into the space. Like Doctor Darkness, when yeah. they're going into Doctor Darkness, they don't do something like that. It's it's immediately like a hitting random things. But my expectation was that was going to begin, as ah. opposed to like all of a sudden Dripfield beginning. So that was really cool. And furthermore, I just wasn't expecting a banger like Dripfield after that one-two punch that they just laid out there. True. I was expecting a cooldown at that point. And we were talking about this a little bit last night where we we're like, hey, throw in like a 726 or a, you know, a, your ocean here. And it felt that would be appropriate. And that didn't happen. You got Dripfield instead. And then we were expecting a cooldown after that. Right? Like it just yeah, it felt like, like nope. something had to slow down at some point. And then, of course, you know, I'm going to lead us into the next song, I guess, unless we have something else to say about Dripfield. But you get Half Step, which is outrageous. Like, this whole set's just outrageous. I'm so excited about it. Like, when I talk about it, I didn't expect that at all. It is not typical of Goose sets. And it was two guitar Goose. And it was, I mean, you got a bunch of two guitar Goose, actually, this night. 
there are a, a few things out there that sounded amazing. But yeah, holy smokes. What a way to finish out the set and just do a fully atypical set. This one is just bangers, bangers, banger, banger, like all the way through. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there's no such thing as a bad half step. So good. You can cool down after the show, Neil. Says Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this half step also, you know, on the two guitar goose topic, um, we, we, we had snippets of it throughout the show, like in, in the drip, there was a little bit of it. Uh, you know, in the Elizabeth, there was a little bit of it towards the end. Um, but a lot of the two guitar jams this year have been like two guitar for a little bit. And then Peter switches to keys. I feel like this is the first one in a while where he stuck to guitar through the whole jam, um, you know, and right to the ending. I think actually he did it at the, the Madhavan, uh at summer camp as well, because they were, they were a little tight for time. So they didn't have, you know, didn't go out on a crazy thing, but hearing, you know, them do that thing where they get into just like this two guitar churn and Peter's just like slamming, you know, chords on the guitars. It like gets dark and dark and dark. And then they build back into the song was just so awesome. I was, I was very, very happy during this jam. Anna, how did you feel about this half step? It was the big chase guys. Oh, that was the chase. I, I, I should have guessed chase. that. I mean, uh, and like for weeks, everybody was like, you know, what are you chasing? What do you want to hear? What are you, you know, what are you hoping for? And I'm like, I have no requests, no wish. Just glad that they're here. Glad that I'm able to go. Blah, blah, blah. I kept that shit to myself forever. Um, I am a deadhead before I'm anything else. So a half step is a dream. Um, it's one of my favorite dead songs as it is, but they start playing like the opening notes and I'm like, my mouth dropped and I'm like, no fucking way. No way. They knew. And then. Wow. Um, just, it was beautiful. It was great. One of my favorite songs, one of my favorite covers that they do, I admittedly am not always huge on covers, especially of my favorite bands, but they do this one justice. They do a lot of covers justice. Um, I really enjoyed it. Really glad I got to hear it last night on my birthday. I mean, the, the lyric on the day that I was born, my papa sat down and cried. I was gonna, I was gonna tweet that yesterday, but I'm like, let me not be weird. Uh, and then they played it, so I was like, damn, I should have tweeted it, and then like quote tweeted it, and then like, I called it, just saying, just saying. There you go. What was there? Was there a lot of crowd singing happening during half step? Yes, everybody around me. <laughs> just the two of them. The volume was that loud. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Bird of deadhead? Um, do we know? We don't. You're asking okay, the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the the half step is great. Um, you know, shout out to uh, shout out to Stephen Hyden uh, on the half step. You know, huge, huge half step fan. Huge half step, known all over the internet. But uh, yes, I'm with you. Uh, the the interesting thing about half step, I think, when folks got exposed to Goose in 2019, let's say, all the folks who kind of caught on with the Peach set, I think that's the first thing in the Peach set that people heard and were like, "Oh, this band's interesting." Because mm -hmm. it's a half, you know, their cover of Half Step is not very much in the style of the Grateful Dead. It is very much in Goose's own style. They are not like a Grateful Dead cover band when they go out there and do Half Step. Right. And so I'm glad you got your chase. I also got it at one of my first sets of shows and like kind of lost my mind when they played it. It's just, it's so Most awesome. Nice. And it's, it's such a cool, 
I don't know the 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 lore of this particular Grateful Dead cover in Goose's catalog is is awesome and cool. So anytime they do play it, I kind of just think back to Peach Set, um, and then I think back to like it was either my first or second show. It's like escaping me right now, but they played it at that. And uh, yeah, killer, just so good. And what cool. a way to close the set. Yeah, expecting at least two songs to, to close out after all of that, and then you just get half step all the way through. So mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, solid. It was like set was just over an hour. You know, they're running up against an eleven thirty curfew. Um, it was interesting. It didn't. It didn't feel like uh, the show started that late. Um, but I guess you know, these are the way things happen. Uh, but we got you know we got sixty three minute second set, uh, and then a nice little Western Sun butter rum encore. Uh, you know, always fun. There's that cool down that Neil was looking for, um, and then a quick you know six seven minute rum. Uh, fire everyone up. Have a good time finish out the show. Anna, what did you think of the encore? I am, I'm a big fan of Western Sun. Uh, I cried only a little bit. Just a okay. Uh, I don't know why that one always makes me cry every single time, no matter what. Uh, big fan. So I only cried a little bit. Um, with another one that like they played and I was like, really? For real? Like, I get to hear this? Um that wasn't obviously like the big chase, but it was like something I've never heard them. That last night was only my 10th show. Um, so I've not had a Western sun yet. Um, obviously till last night. So glad to hear it. Really enjoyed. A um, little bit of tears. Butter rum. So much fun. Um, who said online that they're not going to talk about it? Back easy Jim. He's not going to like talk shit about butter rum anymore. Uh, no, because should, cause it's, it's so much he beat Vickers on Fantasy Goose he because of it. Beat Vickers on Fantasy Goose <laughs> by one point. By one singular point. Uh, we need a we need Vickers. a fucking Vickers soundbite. I think I need to upload that uh, into into Streamer here. I think I can do that actually, uh, and I I think I might do that before tomorrow's episode. Next time we have him on for sure, uh, at least yes. by then. That's your deadline. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do it before tomorrow. Uh, the. <laughs> Uh, what an awesome pair to close out the show, though. Yeah, and this is like another one where you just got more than you were expecting. I think this whole entire show, you got more than you were expecting. They could have just walked away after Western Sun and beautifully placed, I think. And Goose can do a ballad in the encore slot and walk away and make you feel like you weren't ripped off, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's such a strong one like a Western Sun. The lyrics are so beautiful. Um, you know, friend of the pod, Brian Brinkman recently was talking on, you know, his attendance bias podcast or the, as a guest on the attendance Flocking bias outside, podcast, yeah. Flocking outside about how much he loves this song. And I think it just resonates with everybody who hears it. Do you listen to those lyrics in? Yeah, it just makes you want to run away and, you know, quit go everywhere and go, feel like, everything. Go on tour every time. So the tears are definitely understandable. And then I think, why not close with Butter Rum? Why not? It's, I mean, I, I don't hate butter rum. There are a lot of butter rum haters out there. I think it's fun. If you're at the show, you get to dance to it. Uh, Sometimes you get a good jam in it, like a really good jam, not just like a crappy jam, but sometimes you get really good jams in it. So the hate is, I just don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe I'll regret saying that. There will be a soundbite of me talking about how much I love butter rum and then my friends will make fun of me, but I don't care. I have no shame. Well, hey, B couldn't make it here today to uh, to make fun of you, so yeah, and he won't listen anyway. So yeah, unless exactly. you tell him, so we're we're safe. 
<laughs> we're safe. Well, you know, you mentioned a peach set, Neil. Guess what you and I will be doing a week at this time? Uh, I hopefully we're standing in front of the stage watching Goose and are dry. That's that's my my standard. Isn't there, for, isn't there a cover? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a cover there. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll yep. find out. But yeah, Neil and I are going to be a peach. Uh, next weekend, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so obviously, we'll talk about it more on the you know over the next week as we get closer to it. Um, but we are going to be there. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm very excited. Two sets of goose. You know, they just released the daily schedule today. We're kind of putting stuff together, but I think it's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. So if you're going to Peach, come say hi. Yes, to me and Ryan, please. I don't know if we have anything to hand out, but maybe I'll figure something out between now and then. There will be there will be a blame Vickers shirt that will be making an appearance. I sure hope so. I mean, I, I do have a special outfit planned. In, in a perfect a, world. Ooh. I'm not an outfit planner necessarily, but I am for the first night of Peach. So. There we go. It's so, going to be, so it's gonna be great. Uh, but Anna, uh, we're going to let you go. Get back on the road. Uh, finish your journey uh, down there to Louisville for tonight's show. Um, which is going to be a lot of fun. Of course, we know that Goose loves Kentucky. Um, last time they played in Louisville, it was a great show. Um, and I uh, hope you're excited. So drive safe and uh, have a great time tonight. I sure will. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank and of you. course, we will be back right here tomorrow, same time, same place, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, to talk about tonight's show. Um, we are, you know, we, we've got some guests lined up. There may be other guests coming in, uh, you know, Maybe the, the hot dog king of the Midwest. We, we don't know yet. Maybe you know? Bert Kreischer. You just don't know. Maybe Bert Kreischer. You never know who's going to show he up on show up. Always almost there. Maybe if you just kind of do a little bit of, we'll get you a pitch pipe, and then you can sing So Ready, and then serenade Bert Kreischer into coming on our, our podcast. You never know. I, I think that's a great way of doing it. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode or tuning into this episode uh, of Always Almost There, Day After Show. We will see you tomorrow. Have a fantastic evening. Um, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Dave Gebro. I threw my career as a licensed hearing instrument specialist in the trash, sold my house, and created the ultimate music obsessives podcast, Discography. Each episode of Discography features an eclectic and wide-ranging slew of cool musicians doing long-form deep-dive interviews in which we rate either their favorite band's output or their own from zero to five stars. From Mike Watt rating the Minutemen to Terry Kirkman from The Association, Bob Nastanovich on Pavement, Bob Forrest on The Band, Bob Mayer on The Replacements, and Lou Barlow on The Zombies, each new guest swings a hard left into an area you either had no idea you needed to know about or know all about and can't believe you're not alone out there. Coming up, here's who we've got on the program. The Lemon Twigs, Robert Schneider from The Apples and Stereo, The Dedrick Siblings from The Free Design, Joel Sel on mother-murdering superstar drummer Jim Gordon and a record-breaking 20-hour interview with the great Michelle Phillips about the mamas and the papas. You're not going to want to miss it because there's nothing quite like it. Don't let your youth go to waste, lads and ladies. Discography. Subscribe. Hey, everyone. It's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, 
Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.